welcome to this podcast episode this episode is going to be about bad habits mostly for me it was binge eating and emotional eating but you can replace binge eating or emotional eating with whatever you struggle with or have struggled with it could be drinking drugs with this episode it's not just about binge eating but it's about what my binge eating showed me in life so let me explain to you a bit of my background with my relationship with food i was an emotional eater as a teen and it wasn't anything too crazy but i was an emotional eater a stress eater but nothing too nothing too extreme i think you're just your average stress eating and emotional eating and when it started to really become a problem was well i decided to do a bikini competition and before i did that competition i do remember feeling back then i wasn't very self-aware but when i look back i do remember feeling as though my my intuition was like no this is not for you why are you doing this (laughs) like don't do this bikini competition like why are you doing it you know you're not doing it for the right reason um but I ignored that because it was a time it was a time of my life where I wanted to do something for myself and I wanted to I had started a fitness Instagram and I wanted to have more content for that. I had always kind of thought of doing a bikini competition competition. I thought it was the closest thing I was gonna get to being a being a Victoria's Secret model. So I yeah, I decided to do the bikini competition and I don't regret doing it because I learned so much and I'm so grateful for everything that came after in that time of my life but I do feel as though I did it for the wrong reasons so I remember feeling excited about it and so I started the diet and the workouts and all that and and I did enjoy some of it I did enjoy having a goal I enjoyed being having like a sense of belonging with other people that were doing it, having a focus. And it was nice because it was when I had, I recently had become single and I was just ready to, you know, focus on myself, do something for myself. But obviously I still had emotional eating at the time. And now I was on a diet, like a meal plan. And so I had no idea how to, not eat emotionally so i still did it and i i was binge eating through the prep for the competition and i remember thinking that at the end of the competition then i'll finally be able to eat again and it'll be fine like i'm just struggling with this now but when the competition is over i will be okay because then i could eat what i want and i'll have my life back and it's just because I'm on this strict diet, but after the competition, like it'll be fine. So, you know, I I did the competition and all that. And after the competition, you're supposed to reverse diet. And I didn't do that. I just, I ate healthy, but I also ate everything that I wanted. And I thought at the beginning, okay, like I just had the competition. So if I just eat things I want for a while it'll be okay like I'll get back on track and like after two weeks of this and I didn't think it was a big deal at first because I knew I had just been on a diet for a long time and I'll just enjoy myself and then I'll get back on track but what I didn't realize was I mean I knew I was going to gain weight after that competition 
but I didn't realize that even gaining 10 pounds um, after being so small, gaining 10 pounds was going to feel like I gained 50. Because when you're used to seeing yourself so small and shredded, and I had never seen myself like that before, that gaining weight, like even if it wasn't much at the beginning, it felt like a ton. And so then I'd feel bad about myself. And when I felt bad about myself, I would eat. And then when I would eat, obviously, um, like I'd eat emotionally. And so then I gain weight and then I would restrict so that I wouldn't keep putting on weight. And then I binge and then I restrict. (laughs) I lived by myself at that time. I didn't want to leave my condo because I didn't want to be seen because when you go from, you just lost, how much, how much did I lose? I think I lost about 20 pounds for the competition and I was feeling so good. Like I was feeling so lean and people are giving you compliments. I gained a lot of Instagram followers at that time and I was just feeling on fire (laughs) with how I looked and then obviously when I was gaining weight it was like it was like the complete opposite and I didn't want to be seen because I was so ashamed of how I looked and so I started to not leave my condo as much which when you're lonely by yourself you go to your coping mechanisms which was to eat and so I did not know how to control this binging and emotional eating all I knew was to try to restrict the next day to stop to try to stop the weight gain but restriction leads to more binging and I even remember I would look up how to stop binging and the guy in the video said if you want to stop binging you need to stop dieting and I was like there's no way I'm not going to stop dieting I'm gaining so much weight from binging. I need to diet. And for me, like dieting was, um, you know, restricting my calories back then. So I thought there's no way I could do that. Like, because I was so uncomfortable with the weight gain. And even I remember at the time I was working as a nurse in the hospital and I would work night shifts. And I remember that, there was this one night, it was during um, my week of vacation. I didn't actually enjoy my week of vacation. I basically slept all day and would stay up at night so that I could go to the gym when nobody would see me. And, and I could get away with doing that because it was normal for me to, you know, switch back and forth, forth to nights and days. So no one would question if I'm up all night and sleeping during the day because that was my schedule so I could get away with doing things like that where you know no one's like worried about me because because that's my usual schedule as a nurse so I even remember I had listened to this book called brain over binge I think it was called it was like an audiobook for 11 hours I I listened to it in a day to try to figure out the answers to my binge eating Anyway, I'm kind of getting carried away, but there is a lot to this story of everything that I tried to stop binging. It was crazy. So what I started to notice, and back then, I wasn't really into personal development, just a little bit. It was kind of, it's like that Instagram personal development where it's like, oh, I read a book, I had a green juice, you know, it's like not deep at all. 
it's like, look at me reading this book, go after your goals. And (laughs) so that's when I started to get really into personal development. But of course, before you become self-aware, you're really, you're really not aware. (laughs) So what I would notice with myself is that in the evenings, I would find myself either wanting to eat or swiping on dating apps. And at first I didn't notice, notice that pattern that in the evenings it would just be like eat or swipe on dating apps. And that's when I started to really realize that like it was mostly when I was sad that I was looking for something outside of me to make me feel better. I remember at that time I felt, how old was I? I was, I was 24 I was about to turn 25. I thought that that was the time of my life where I was supposed to find a husband <laughs> and um, enjoy my life, you know? But that was not working out. I would go on the dating apps and talk to people. And when you, sometimes when you want something really bad, you start to try to force it. You start to try to put your intentions onto the other person. Like you want them to, to want what you want. I was really hoping to find my person because I just thought, you know, I'm 24. Isn't that what you do now? You get married. Like I had my job as a nurse, had my condo, and now I was supposed to find my person and it was not happening. (laughs) So I remember I had this one evening where I realized if I am waiting for a man to come into my life before I'm happy, then I'm losing all my ability to be happy to something outside of me. I'm waiting for someone else to bring it to me. And even if that person comes, if they leave, they still have all the power of my happiness. And so I I remember thinking like, even if I find that person and they go, like they will always be the one that's in control of my happiness. If I live like this. So I realized that I could no longer be waiting for a man to come make me happy. The reason that I thought like that was because I had been in long-term relationships since I was 13. So it was not normal for me to be single. So I really didn't know how to deal with that. And anyway, so I remember that night I felt, okay, well, if I can't have a man then what am I going to, what do I pursue? And it was, that was when I started to realize that I needed to have a purpose for myself. I needed to feel purposeful and I needed, I knew that I wasn't someone who would just chase like money or success. I knew that the reason that I wanted love was because I wanted that connection. So I realized that I needed something that made me feel purposeful, but also connected. So that is when I really um, decided that, you know, I would do, um, start learning to be a coach, um, coach other people uh, for fitness. And also I wanted to grow my Instagram um, to connect with more people because yeah, I wasn't really sure where else to put my energy at that time when it wasn't working to put it all into the dating apps. (laughs) So when I had the realization that I lacked a sense of purpose in my life, and that's one of the reasons that I was eating all the time, that 
was one of those light bulb moments when you think, oh, I've figured out why I'm doing this behavior. So that means I felt that that meant that I would stop doing the behavior. So for a while, I don't remember how long, but I, I noticed that I didn't binge as much because I felt this new sense of purpose. I felt that I wasn't filling a void anymore because I realized I just never really knew that I needed to feel purposeful. Yes, I knew that I needed a job, you know, I was a nurse, but being a nurse didn't make me feel super purposeful. Yes, there were some good shifts where I felt like accomplished and good, but overall, I didn't really get that sense of purpose from being a nurse. So I thought, okay, so I figured it out. I'm binging because I'm filling a void with either a man or food and now I have a purpose. (laughs) So yeah, I was feeling good, but then I noticed that I would still binge. And that, so that's one of the realizations. If you're, you know, thinking about your habits, if you're someone who's filling a void with eating or drinking or drugs or smoking, whatever it is, do you feel purposeful in your life? Do you feel fulfilled? You know, do you feel like you have a vision for your life, a direction where you want to go? a reason why you want to be here, a reason, like, do you feel like you're purposeful in any way? It's so important to develop that. So then after that, I was doing a lot of reading and trying to change my mindset. And that's when I got into positive thinking, like being really intentional about being positive. I started listening to Tony Robbins and, um, just like the power of positive thinking. And I felt excited about it because I thought, oh, like I can just change my perspective and make everything good. Like I can see everything in a way that it's good and working out for me. And that's when I started to, you know, come across those sayings like life is happening for you and um, rejection, rejection is redirection and all the positivity. And so I realized that I was trying to be so positive all the time and see life through a lens of how everything was happening for me and how it's okay if things don't go my way because rejection is redirection. So everything is good. Even if it's not good, it's actually still good. <laughs> so, um, But what I realized is when I didn't actually feel all the emotions of being human and when I was trying to make everything positive and good, I was actually just pushing the feelings down and trying to pretend I was always happy and I would not embrace I would not allow uncomfortable feelings to come up I would stuff them down with food still because I felt that if I was feeling negative emotions then this is not good I am not doing life right if I'm feeling negative emotion so then I would eat my feelings and so even if I discovered that I needed to feel purposeful and not fill a void I was still not feeling all the feelings of being human because I felt that it was wrong to have uncomfortable emotions. I think that sometimes in the world that we live in today with mental health, yes, I know that mental health struggles are real, but I think that sometimes we don't normalize the fact that uncomfortable emotions, feeling bad are normal are normal things that you need to feel and figure out what to do with rather than feeling like life is always good and happy and amazing. You need to learn how to deal with discomfort, feeling insecure, 
feeling being in the unknowns there are so many things that you need to learn to deal with so me trying to be positive all the time was not working and i realized that i was still eating my emotions so I was still, you know, binging um, because I had uncomfortable emotions. And even if I felt purposeful, I was still continuing my life. So I was still, I was still dating and um, doing different things, but still felt uncomfortable in my body. And so, so I would eat my feelings because I felt uncomfortable with my body, um, which I know it makes no sense. If you're uncomfortable with your body, why would you continue to overeat? But back then, I had no idea how to just feel uncomfortable and feel unhappy without running from it because it, it's, it's actually hard to acknowledge when we're unhappy. It's hard to really feel that because if you're in a place where you're unhappy and you don't know the way out, you're in one of those unknown periods, it's scary because if you don't know the, the way out, you don't know where to go. You don't know what's next. You project that moment onto the future. You think, if I feel like this now, if I don't know what to do with this now, what does life look like in the future? So yeah, I had no idea how to, f- how to deal with um, discomfort and, and being unhappy with myself because I, ha- I never learned how to. I'm trying to remember all the other things that um, influenced my emotional eating. And because it wasn't always these really bad binges, eventually it was more emotional, um, not like, because a binge, a binge is much more intense and usually you eat till absolute discomfort and um, emotional eating, I don't think is as bad um, as how binging feels, but it still sucks to have an emotional eating habit. So I remember I I figured out so many things. I realized, okay, I'm filling a void. I've been using food rather than having a purpose for for myself. I've been using food rather than being creative in life, rather than expressing all my emotions and understanding myself. I'm using food for all these things. So if I understand, why am I still doing it? And one thing there that I had to recognize was even even sometimes if you know that you need to change a habit or you know why you're doing something, maybe you know you're eating because you feel insecure or you feel sad. Even if you know at first, you might not change right away. You might have to experience it a few times and do different habit changes a few times before you consistently start to notice that you can feel the uncomfortable emotions. So what I had to learn was that change was not going to happen overnight and I had to do different things so rather than say no can't eat emotionally it would be okay feel your feelings for five minutes or do something else first or I couldn't just stop my bad habit right away I had to learn like different ways to delay or just different coping mechanisms so yeah something to remember is that you can be self-aware but you might have to well not might you will have to practice different habits consistently over and over again before you start to notice that you're better with your emotions before you start to notice that you're better with your mindset it's not going to be an overnight thing at all
Another thing that I noticed impacted my binging um, and emotional eating, all or nothing mindset, was that I was so in a diet mentality. I had so many rules. I had I had removed so many different types of foods because I thought, oh, this food is making me binge. Yes, some food is hyper palatable, hyper palatable and you'll eat more of it. But if you have an emotional eating habit, you might be thinking that, oh, this food is the problem when actually the problem could be that you aren't good at feeling your emotions. I restricted so many foods and had so many rules that it made it impossible to figure out how to eat normally because when you have so many rules, it's so easy to feel like you're doing something wrong. I can't touch in this um, podcast everything that I did to fix my relationship with food, but I dropped a lot of the rules. I normalized basically every food instead of making it like special and restrictive. Yeah, there would be too much to say to put in this podcast, but I fixed my relationship with food, learned intuitive eating, learned how to trust my body and become more aware of the signals and things like that. After that, when I got better at noticing all those things and I was journaling intensely during this time to figure out all the factors. Um, after I got better at that, it did lessen and I stopped gaining weight and I was losing weight and but that took time as well. But I started to see, okay, so my eating habits are good now. Um, I don't binge. I don't eat emotionally, but I also had to accept the fact that even after all this inner work related to my relationship with food, to this day, if I'm if I don't sleep enough, if I am stressed, I'll still have those little desires to grab food. I'm not perfect at being like this robot that all my habits are perfect. I'm just better than I used to be. I can delay. Eventually you stop seeing things as, oh, I binged, oh, I ate emotionally, oh, I messed up. It's like, no, did you did you just not sleep enough? Did you not have a balanced meal and that's why you're hungry again? Are you bored? Is that why you're eating? So I would notice all the little things that would cause me to eat maybe more one day or less. And so it stopped being like I had this big problem anymore. I was just, you know, I was just self-aware of the things that impacted me honestly, what I've said now does not even barely tells the story because there was just so much that I needed to learn on that journey. If I wouldn't have fixed the binge eating, I would have never learned how to deal with emotions. I would have never had a purpose for myself. I would have never become creative. I would have never learned to be self-expressive. I would have never developed confidence because the only way that you develop confidence is through challenges, is through um, getting over challenges. I would have also never discovered spirituality. I would have never had a belief in a higher power. There were just so many things that binge eating led me to discovering and if I would have not never had an obstacle or a problem, there are so many things I just would have never discovered. So if you're in a time of your life right now where you have a bad habit and you're starting to notice when it's happening, I know how much it sucks to feel as though you can't control something, to, 
to struggle with something. But something to remember is that those bad habits are a pathway to different parts of you, to different parts of life, to experiencing life better, to developing who you are. And it's funny because with this time of my life, I obviously gained a lot more depth as a person. And what I started to also realize is that I actually really liked people who went through challenges in my dating life. It's, it's like I started looking for people who had been through challenges <laughs> because there are certain things that come from going through challenges. The mindset and the character and things that you gain from going through challenges is not something that you can buy. The wisdom, you cannot buy it. So if you're going through a challenge right now, just know that that develops you so much as a person and it is so attractive to in dating to come across people who have built their mind and built who they are, know who they are and who are confident. So whatever you're going through, it might be the thing that leads you to so many good things. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I do coaching for fitness and relationship with food. And if you are interested in that, I will link it below. And of course, if you have any questions or want to chat about things like this, you can always message me because I, I love chatting about deep things. And yeah, that's everything. Feel free to rate the podcast and, and give me a follow. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Okay, <laughs>